When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Being a parent can be really challenging. It's normal to feel uncertain about whether you're doing the right things to raise healthy and happy children. That's why Child and Family Resource Network focuses on connecting pregnant parents and those with kids under the age of five with free support services to help them build confidence in their parenting journey. Everyone deserves to have someone they can turn to for support with parenting. Visit childandfamilyresourcenetwork.org today. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Hi, I'm Geroad Farrelly. And I'm Neve Kavanagh. And you're listening to Agony, Agony Rants. <laughs> Every week we're just like, we need to tone that down. It's very <laughs> children's television. And all we do is make it worse. <laughs> I don't even jazz It's like, Agony Rants. <laughs> I feel like next week I'm gonna have dungarees and a pulpit. <laughs> I I have um I have um you know jazz hands almost doing that in the video. If you're subscribing, you'll see the jazz hands. Almost. Look at the cell 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 on Neve Cavanagh. Oh my god! I know star of stage and some screen. Some screen. <laughs> some screen. Some screen every now and then. S- small screen. Small screen. <laughs> How are you? I'm very good. Thank you very much, Girl. Really coming on leaps and bounds because I've been doing salt therapy. I don't know if I told you last week. I've got old ladies. Because things. like Neve had COVID and everyone was very worried. <laughs> the everyone was up the walls. The problem is then the lingering thing afterwards. It's like, no, I don't know if it's, is this technically. So you've got like the husk. Yes. Is this technically the long COVID, you know, so oh, maybe it is, I don't know. But anyway, hopefully not. It's, but basically, uh, as a singer, obviously, that's kind of an extra pressure. Sow the seed just in case it's a benefit you can claim. Yeah. Oh, possibly uh, long COVID. Oh, possibly, possibly. Possibly. Do you think there'd be money on that? I'd oh, look, you. maybe. Who knows? Uh, who knows? <laughs> Neve Cavanaugh, the face of long COVID. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yes, I started salt therapy a couple of weeks ago. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, you go in and a few people have asked me about it, like, do you um do you have to take your clothes off? I'm no no you don't have to. You just I just go into a room basically with with people who are lonely with salt. Yeah, <laughs> lots of salt. Uh, the salt on the floor, but then they kind of uh, spray in this salt mist. But you you don't see it. It's not it's not like a damp thing or anything. It's not like steam or anything. So, so you you just breathe, and then afterwards you come out and you go salty lips. <laughs> so I'm very skeptical of stuff like that now. <laughs> but so actually, do you like? When you go in, is there any evidence that there's something happening? Oh, yeah. Well, you can hear it. It's like this big... Because it's obviously you can hear them blowing and in. And they're something. blowing salt around. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, but you don't see the salt. It's very fine. But you can see it. Like when I wear my drag bottoms in or ending black, you kind of sometimes have to, you know... Oh, this right, is okay. like a slight, So you, and you inhale it. Yeah, and you feel it. You do feel it now. I, I get that you could be sceptical, but you do feel it. And then some people say, oh, because of the seawater thing, maybe just go to the beach. And I spend a lot of time by the sea. I live by the sea. And let me tell you, it's still more intensive. I do feel a lot better afterwards, but my concern is because it, it, I'm getting dry and hoarse quickly. Okay. As a singer, that's not ideal. You All know. Right. So I'm just, I'm just being careful. Proactive. 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 Okay. Proactive. So yes, but the thing about the salt therapy room, 
which is most important is because we go in, there's a lot of people who are older and possibly live on their own and desperate for a conversation. And I have that face, we know, that face oh, that people no. want to talk to you about. So, yes, lots of conversations with people. I know things. So do you think it's the COVID or the excessive talking at the salt therapy that is as yet trying hard? Absolutely no idea. We are actually recording this in in a hotel. In a hotel. Yeah. We're not we're not actually we're not in the glamour no. of like the podcast studios no. with like the professionalism. Uh, the video recording equipment, everything surrounded like coffee. Well, I mean, they don't like us that much because if like if there's chocolates in that kitchen, no. we, just, we just plow through them. We just <laughs> eat them. Um, <laughs> so we're actually in my hotel room. And the interesting thing is, right, we brought a lot of the equipment that we use. I say we. Um, Garod brought it all up, you know, so they definitely think we're doing something else here. They think we're making porn. <laughs> they basically, that's, they were looking at me last night because I was bringing lights through. And there's only one reason that you... Bring lights to a hotel room. Gross. And that's porn. This is very niche. And then the two of us walked through this morning and they were like, well, maybe it's very bad porn. <laughs> it's a very niche market. <laughs> very niche market. Yeah. No, no. This is, a, unless you're talking about Eurovision porn, you know, I'd be interested. What a horrific category. Okay. Just leave that there. Has anyone, <laughs> has anyone gone to the dark side? Is, is, is there that anyone we know of? I don't know. I don't know. I think we need to move swiftly along. Let's into, move swiftly along. But yeah. It's because you're in Belfast. Yes. You're up working with Joanne this week so yeah we're in the limelight for five shows and this this episode that we're recording now is going out tomorrow i think yeah. this is the closest we've ever recorded to an actual to show. the wire yeah 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 um <laughs> excitement Neve. i know i feel i feel i feel invigorated by it not by the hotel room to be fair but by the no, <laughs> you know the bit, setting is right, a bit we had a lovely hotel in Clannacilty, i know right we were by the sea do you know what they would do this i've never experienced this in okay, my life right well, at around like seven o'clock in the evening, a woman would knock on my door. Oh, to turn down the bed? No, to give me a little card with tomorrow's weather. I was like, this is the most unnecessary thing that's ever occurred in my life, but thank you. Oh, yeah, but people, <laughs> And she would also give me two chocolates. Yeah, but would you say it was because, you know, people in Inchidani do stuff on the beach and do all that sort of It's very outdoors. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, maybe. But I was just like. <laughs> This is entirely and unnecessary. Chocolate. And if chocolate. there's ever a budget cut, you're the first to go. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> she must do other things. <laughs> yeah, maybe, yeah, <laughs> I, yeah I, that's fair. I, I yeah, suspect actually. she does other things. Yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe that's not the job. But, <laughs> but, what? but that would have been very high end. They would have turned, you know, turned down the bed at night, you know, sort of thing. Turn down your bed. Yeah, actually. That was, was a thing. There was one night they did it late when we were at the show and I came back. Uh, did it freak you out? Like, No, I'll tell you what happened, actually. What I did you back, leave in the I bed? I was knackered, right? Mm. I came home I flopped down on the bed and then stood up and realised I was sitting on two chocolates ah, not too bad though if you, if you haven't actually melted them into the bed <laughs> no it was just I heard the crunch and was like mm, okay. okay not eating them <laughs> I mean I did <laughs> of course you did I'm not I'm not proud I have to stop me have to stop. I'm trying to get fit right okay I, I, oh. I, I've been like this is my thing now when are I'm you talking around. about are you trying to get fit or are you trying to get slim or buff, a buff. You don't get buff. I see everything that you see in front of you just has to change. <laughs> Not everything. <laughs> no, no, everything. Everything has to change. I'm fixing everything. So I've been, I've been like, <laughs> I've been like really careful about what I've eaten. I've been doing loads of exercise. Right, the first night in Belfast, like I, I okay. was doing this for maybe five days. I've just been like super so good, good, like yeah. really good. I was mm-hmm. went for runs and swims, really good. Arrived at Belfast last, last night. We did the show, and then we just got talking. And then I suddenly realised at half ten I was hungry. 
And I asked, you know, is there anywhere for, for food? And your man said, oh, don't worry, we'll get it. We'll sort it out. We'll get your food, Grant. I was like, oh, thanks very much. He brought in like a pizza the size of that table. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I'll just have one slice. Well, Wolf. <laughs> I've been starving for a week. So we're going to do about celebrity encounters now. I don't know about you, but I've met a lot of famous people. Over. I mean, are we talking about really famous people? Or are we talking about celebrities? Is there a difference in your head? Well, here's the thing, right? I think that I think that celebrities are people that are celebrities when you're in your teens. I think after that, it doesn't really matter. I think the people that you get really excited about are the people that you were excited about when you were a ki- when you were a kid. As in meeting them. Like, so, yeah, yeah. They're the people you get excited about. Everyone else is just like, oh, it's your man from whatever. Yeah. And um, I think, like, that's what, because I, I did a podcast, Fascinated, where I met all, of, I met loads of people that I was a fan of when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. Because that's the, that's when you have that thing when you're like, oh, please sign my CD. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I know what you mean. Uh, you, you do, mean. <laughs> yeah. You fall in love with people I, I think you've encountered it before. Yes, I, think I have. you've encountered it. I, I have actually seen you do that. So. yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Will you sign? I know. I bought another 15 copies of Flying Blind. Yeah, I love it. And I signed everyone. Um, but, you know, uh, yes, I get that. I get that. That's when your enthusiasm is at the highest. And totally. I think you mostly, that's when you really fall in love with that. You, you know, I think when you get older, I think what happens is you don't really latch on unless you've got stalker in your gene. You know, yeah, yeah, I yeah. think after that, you don't quite get as emotionally attached to your, no, to your like, I mean, you admire people and you enjoy them. I yeah. mean, I, like, I know there's certain actors or performers or whatever, and I go, I'm going to enjoy it if they're in it. It doesn't matter what it is. hundred percent, actually. Adversely, there's also those that go, oh, my God. And, you know, Tom yeah. Cruise is one of these for me, right? Not that I know him. I don't. But uh, Tom Cruise, if I see he's in something, I automatically go, oh, I don't want to see that. And yet I've enjoyed yeah. a lot of movies he's been in, but I just can't get over him. I just I just don't get him. I've only worked it that I I've only worked that out recently that mm. I'm the same, right? My thing I will always enjoy is Jennifer Aniston. Oh, she's brilliant in it. And I never I, but the only thing is I didn't like friends. I, I never got friends. I was never into it. I never it just it didn't interest me at all. Is this where I admit that I've seen very little of friends? And the reason yeah, for that I is say, because I, I I was I was living my life. I've seen about ten episodes of Friends, yeah. I think, and I've just I, I just have seen enough to know that's not for me. But everything that Jennifer Aniston is in, She's I absolutely great. love, yeah. and anything that David Tennant is in, I was <gasps> like, no, not for me. You're not having him. One exception, Rod Church. Oh, he was brilliant in that. Yeah, but I like David David Tennant. Now it's funny. I am mad for Keanu Reeves. Right, I think he's amazing. Now, I get that some people don't get him. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I get that. I mean, he's amazing. Yeah. I mean, he can't act. <laughs> I, I disagree. Oh, he's <laughs> not great. Like, I, there are moments. I, I think if this the part is him, I think it works. But then there's a lot of actors like that. Like, for instance, Kevin Costner plays himself in everything he ever yeah, does. Yeah, yeah. Tom Hanks, equally. Yeah. Love them. They, but, but they are themselves. They are themselves. Yeah, yeah. You know, that you never separate the fact that, that that is the person you're looking at. So, you know, Keanu does it for me on many levels, to be fair. I'm not going to lie. And But he's he's a really gorgeous man. I don't really go for pretty boys, but I like him. You know, I I like really odd people like John Hanna. And, you know, people are not necessarily straight away. Oh, my God, they're amazing. The big stars. Yeah. No, I love them slightly quirky. I want them to be a little bit mischievous and I want them to be a little bit rough. You know, I don't think it's the best way I like that. <laughs> Okay, I revealed way more than I was expecting there. <laughs> but, 
No, but you know what I'm saying? Finding people, you go, oh, yes, I'd like to see that because they're going to be in it or that that's great. Then you get to the point where you actually get to meet them. Yeah. Who have you met that has blown your mind? Gosh, quite a few people, actually, quite a few people. Um, Because obviously I did. The funny thing is I met a lot of very famous people when I wasn't famous myself. Okay. Right. As in I was in very famous situations. So the Grammys and the time I went to do the Bette Midler concert in L.A. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I went with the commitments, but I nobody knew who I was. They kept looking at me thinking Maria Doyle cut her hair, you know. And and actually it wasn't. I was just because I was on the soundtrack and Maria wasn't doing the tour. So they just. And the light would go off in them the second they realised it. I mean, I was standing talking to Dave Lee Roth, having this chat with Dave Lee Roth, you know. And for those of you who are not old enough to understand that, that's like, like that was a big deal at the time. He, well, he was in... He was in Van Halen and, Van Halen. and all that. So, so anyway, so um, I'm standing chatting to him about life, the world and everything. And over in the corner, Robin Williams is sitting, you know, the co- comedian, um, Lord rest him. And he was manic for every 10 minutes. He'd get up and he just full of energy and really, really funny. And then just sit down just in the green room. It was just in the green yeah. room. And Estelle Getty and all of these very... Like Estelle Getty. I know. But she told me I looked like a young Demi Moore. So I loved her. Oh my God. Yeah. The Golden Girls. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Yeah. That's my favorite. That's my favorite person that you've met. But, and yeah. I feel like by proxy, by just doing that, it's like I've, I know. I've touched... It's like I've touched What's it called? A secondary relic A secondary relic? A secondary relic? Secondary relic, yeah It's not like It's something that touched Something that touched like A secondary relic Oh my god, kill me now A secondary secondary relic I I have been called many things in my life A secondary (laughs) relic is right up there You're welcome, Maeve And and so tell me Did you meet Tyne Daly? I did I met Here's the weird thing, right? Mm. I've been a massive fan of Kylie and Macy For like literally well, you and I bond about the oh fact that we love her. Oh my God, yeah, I yeah, loved yeah. her. And she's absolutely amazing. Um, and I did, I've met her, uh, I interviewed her for something years ago. Uh, and then I I, I did uh, a thing where she was in Ireland uh, and they were doing a screening of Cagney and Lacey. Oh. And what happened was I bought tickets to the screening of Cagney and Lacey with Tyne Daly because it was like amazing. Hello, why and would you And then I had a moment where I thought, who's doing the interview? Like, who's interviewing her? Because there's nobody more qualified than me. <laughs> and who so, was? So uh, they hadn't, booked an interview yet so I just emailed my agent and was like I don't care what it takes get this <laughs> like get this I don't care I want to be and I did it. oh amazing. It amazing yeah I mean so, she's my hero she was very nice actually what happened was she said what was it she said beforehand oh she gave me advice what What? what? It, it, I mean it wasn't even I, I said time well, I can't get you a chair because we were standing mm-hmm. in the foyer of the theatre and she was like, um, no, no, I'm grand. Then she says, oh, actually, I will. Because my rule is you never never stand when you can sit and never sit when you can lie down. <laughs> Love her. Love her. Yeah, she was kind of amazing. I, I do I do meet a lot of people who are very famous. And I've worked with a lot of people who are very famous. And it's very odd because you don't know, know how to be yeah, about yeah. them. I, I always say the wrong thing. I, I always say the wrong thing. I, you know, I just, I blurt out You don't out know things. what they want. You see, I, I think that's the difficult bit. You don't know whether they want to be acknowledged for the thing or not yeah. acknowledged for the thing. I, I definitely think that there's something in Ireland where you're not, you kind of go, why on earth are you here? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like when you when you meet someone, you're like, what the hell? It's so surprising. Whereas like if you go to America, like yeah. particularly if you go to New York, mm. I mean, if you go to New York and you don't see somebody famous, yeah. it's, it's well, kind of odd. Yeah, it is odd. Like, because I mean, if you walk by the theatre district around oh. 10 o'clock, they're all just coming out and getting into cars. I and know. you just, like, I remember um, I was in New York and we were walking by a theatre yeah. And Julia Roberts walked out. Oh, well. Yeah, and I tried to take a photograph and then she waved just at that moment. 
So I photographed Julia Roberts, her hand on like the side of her face. Oh, excellent. I remember when I was in New York, I uh, went to see Vanessa Redgrave right. play, right? And a couple of people down from me uh, in the row was Richard Gere. I know. Yeah, but, but the AC doesn't do it for me. But the thing about Richard Gere is, Richard Gere in real life doesn't look... Like Richard Gere. Like Richard Gere. Like Richard Gere, he had like... Like his face was like... What's that where it's kind of like flaky? Beg your pardon? Yeah. It was like, it was like really like gnarly and a bit flaky. Well, what was age there, was he? Like, I, mean, I mean, look, he could have had a chemical peel. <laughs> I mean, there's, probably, <laughs> there's probably a better reason than it's just a bit of psoriasis. Are like, you saying they use filters? M- perhaps, maybe. <laughs> maybe what happens in the movies isn't real life. <laughs> but we got lots of celebrity. Lots and lots. We did. We did a shout out on Instagram. And I have to say, people have come back in their droves. And some of them have had unbelievable celebrity encounters. Georgina Cooney, which I have to say, I got a bit excited when I saw that name. I know. I thought yeah. it was George Clooney when <laughs> I read it first. George has a George has a sock account. <laughs> um, in the summer of 2005, myself and my mate were in Chicago. And we decided to try and get on the Oprah Winfrey show. Like the... I, like, <laughs> <laughs> that's I was just do. like, well done. That's somebody now that has a bit of confidence in themselves. Yeah, you just rock up and think you're yeah. going to get into Oprah. Like, yeah. it, it doesn't quite work that way. Well, I thought they were like, I'm going to get on as a guest. Yeah, but let's be, <laughs> yeah. let's be honest. Rocking up, even getting into the audience, it's like looking for tickets for, you know, the late, late toy show. It's like hen's teeth. Know, yeah. You know, you're not going to get them. Like, you know. it, it was sold out, but we got to be in the audience of the Jerry Springer show. I mean, that's quite a step down. Oh, that is a thing. Like, yeah. Um, the title like, of the show was Hose going off with my man. <laughs> oh, you gotta uh, love Jerry. Oh yes, there were women in dressed in wedding dresses and fights to beat the band. Love it. I got a picture with Jerry on set and us pretend fighting with Steve, the bouncer, pulling us apart. Quality. You know, Georgina, you would not have got that at Oprah. I'm not gonna lie, like you would not have got exactly. that on Oprah. Exactly. You know, so you know, sometimes just been sitting around sit, chatting about a book. I mean, it's, it is nice to kind of go to something like Oprah and say, oh, I was there, you know, but actually, um, you know. she's really tedious. Tedious? Yeah, I I follow, do I follow her? I think I might have unfollowed Oprah on Instagram. Okay, oh. Um, I know, what a child. Wow. Um, but Oprah <laughs> is. Um... <laughs> wow, there's, there's a statement. I might have unfollowed Oprah. I might have. Sorry, oh, Oprah. Have. Sorry, Oprah, if you're listening. <laughs> Look, you can't have everything. Um. Because I found that every time we, she was there, like every time she'd do a post, it was a video or something. I always mm. felt I'd have to go. All right, go on then. <laughs> go on, Oprah. What are you? What are you? Why are you flogging you fe- now? Did you feel it was under pressure, like to kind of make your life better every time you speak? Like, sometimes that's but gets a bit she, old. She used to play post videos, and sometimes she'd be cooking, and you just go, "You don't know your way around this kitchen at all." Who <laughs> no, you never cook for yourself. Who were you kidding? Somebody put all that stuff out. You went in, you did a video, and then left. <laughs> And someone else cleaned up. That's for totally. sure. Totally. I know. Uh, but what's that got to do with Jerry Springer? Do you reckon he cooks his own? I re- well, I just reckon that Jerry Springer is a better experience than Oprah. I think you could have a pint with Jerry. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. You know, and you get th- great stories. Like, I think with Oprah, there's a lot of, you know, Oprah wants us to nod and go, you're so right. You're so right, <laughs> Oprah. Yeah, but maybe at home she isn't like that. Maybe she is on the morning you know what, GNT. Be, yeah. Do you know what would be amazing is if mm-hmm. Oprah was an absolute mess? hot mess like yeah like she couldn't find anything she, like Oprah kept to like if Oprah kept losing her phone oh, do you know uh, what I mean that, I, I'd pay to see that I that's know, what I want on Instagram I guarantee you Oprah does not carry her phone 
She has someone for that. She probably has that. a phone person. Yeah. <laughs> she has someone for yeah. that. Do you know what I saw uh, on Instagram? She, uh, it was it's one of the most depressing things I've ever okay. seen. Uh, like Madonna's Instagram. Do you follow Madonna on Instagram? No, funny. I don't follow any of these people. <laughs> Madonna on Instagram. It's very depressing because you just see these glimpses of her being an old lady. Yeah, I like, saw. She wears like big glasses. Okay. And and sometimes she have her, her phone on a lanyard around her neck. <laughs> It's just like, it's like you don't lose her. I know, she's 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 not young though. She posted a photograph herself and she was sitting on the toilet posing. Oh yeah. And right beside her was a heater. And I was just like. Oh bless. Madonna gets That's cold hilarious. on the loo. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want her getting a chill when she's up having a try. <laughs> it's very depressing. It's very depressing. What's become of her? Oh my God, poor Madonna. Um, anyway, listen, Georgina, I think it's really cool. I think you got the better deal. I mean, yeah, we all like to say we're going to be in a room with Oprah, but let's be honest, we'd all prefer to be in with Jerry. I, I, <laughs> I went to see Dave, um, what's your man, David Letterman. Oh yeah. I saw him in New York uh, recording his show. Okay. Do you know who was on it? Uh, your man from, Niles from Fraser. Oh yes, yes. Yeah, I love he him. He was brilliant. Yeah, I love him. And uh, uh, not Melania Trump, the daughter. What's the daughter? One? Oh, Ivanka. Ivanka. Dumb as a box of hair. <laughs> I swear to God. I, I'm really surprised to hear that. As <laughs> <laughs> ah, shit. Dee got in touch and she said that Julia Stiles stood in front of me at Newark Airport. That is all. Uh, well, sometimes that is all. But I want to tell you, one thing happened to me after I won Eurovision. I got so many air miles I got you know the the gold circle club in oh, Aer Lingus yeah, yeah. so I had a I had a lounge card I never bought one but I I had one and um, one day I was going I don't know I must have been going to New York or something and I went into the lounge and Aidan Quinn was there I couldn't speak who's Aidan Quinn now oh please now I have to say I didn't know who Julia Stiles was okay. <laughs> I know who Julia Stiles is I love me I love I love movies um Julia Stiles was in 10 Things I Hate About You with Heath Ledger and all that. Great, great. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's Julia Stiles. So, but Aidan Quinn, Aidan Quinn is. Sun, moon and stars for Neve Kavanagh, by the way. He's a things. gorgeous boy. He's <laughs> I mean, gorgeous. Newest eyes. I'm like. The I'm lights like, on your face. I know. I know. He's an Irish actor. The rash is up, Neve. <laughs> he's an Irish actor. He's, he's he, you know, it's of my time, to be fair. He was, he was like. He is. He's still good looking as an older man, I have to say. But he's a. He's, he was in all the big things when he was back then the day, and it was a big deal. He was in. Des, was he in Desperately Seeking Susan? I think he was. Um, you oh. know, speaking of Madonna, Aidan Quinn is a fine man. I can't believe I. I wanted a better reaction from you. I can't believe. Other I know, than, sorry about that. Other I, than I, mean, I, I don't know who Aidan Quinn is. Like you're just aged. What we we'll do is we'll film a reaction afterwards. Okay. Right? we'll do a Google. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'll show you how gorgeous Aiden he is. Aidan Quinn. Wow. Aiden Quinn, and he's. Uh, he was in the lounge. So I literally walked in the door and I was like. Did, did you talk to him? No, I did not. Are you joking? I didn't Maybe even breathe in his up. direction if I could help. He should have just gone up. Should have just sashayed by. Hello. Have you ever heard of the Eurovision? I, I don't think that was Eurovision song. No, he didn't know who I was <laughs> from Hans Adam. Hans has won the Eurovision. I'm so <laughs> weird about that, though. I'm weird about being in those spaces. There are safe spaces for people who are celebrities or famous, well-known. I don't like the word celebrity, but you know what I'm talking about. You know that. That somebody, kind of thing. somebody I know was sitting in a departures lounge. Okay. With and there was a famous, a very famous person mm-hmm. uh, also in that departures lounge, and they were the only two people sitting there. And when he looked on 
his Wi-Fi. Yeah. It was the the person and it was like their full name iPhone came up. So you know the way you can log it was like Yeah. Say if it was like Neve Cavanaugh's iPhone. It was like Okay. Imagine you lose your it doesn't automatically put your second name in. Wow. Somebody wanted to be spotted. Hello, come on. I'll tell you who it is afterwards. Okay, I can't wait. Uh but I you know it's funny. Airports are a very key area when I meet people, I think, definitely. Yeah, yeah. And, and it is very difficult, but there are some safe spaces, that, as I say, in a green room or anywhere like that. I don't think you should be bothering anybody. Really? I think, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, I don't think so. I, don't think, I, do you, I think, to be fair, you can tell by people if they want to talk to you or not, to be honest. Yeah. But, you know, even in airports, if people want to say hello, I'm not that stressed. If they want to photograph, quick, great. Do you, I met, do you know, who we, we were in a green room together and... Mm-hmm. Uh, Somebody I wished I'd said hello to okay. was Melanie C. Okay. Oh. Because she was in the late late when you were doing the late late. Oh, right. Okay. And we were in the green room at the same time. And I didn't, the, the reason I would have said hello to her is, right, years ago, I, w- when I was working in a shop, uh, Melanie C came in to buy water. I was so starstruck. Was I mean, it, it was like full sporty spice era. So it was like the ponytail, the tracksuit bottoms. Okay. So I have a and question. belly top. Still or sparkling? Volvic. Volvic still. See? That's what it was. See? Yeah. She paid. I would have given it to her for free. I know. I would have said, Melanie, what do you want here? Take the take the cash register draw off. You go, go on. You'd have lost your job, but it would have been worth it. Yeah. So then uh, I had Grace Jones on a flight to Jamaica once. Absolute scream. Now, Grace Jones, L. This is from L. Oh, my goodness. Grace Jones, she'd be some character. Well, my, my favourite story about Grace Jones is apparently, right, somebody met her in a petrol station in Manchester. <laughs> As you do. <laughs> she was buying cigarettes. As you do. And uh, she said, are you Grace Jones? And Grace Jones apparently said, darling, what would I be doing here? <laughs> <laughs> no, my, I favorite, mean, my favorite, if I'm in a hurry, <laughs> is, you know, when they say, you look a lot like Neve Gavin. I say, I get that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite, like, encounter story with you was that woman that told you how much she hated Oh, yeah, Gavin. yeah, yeah, it was, it was. But I'm not sure if I told you this story, basically. But I, I must have done. But basically, I was at a um, a night and uh, for a friend and I'd been on the TV and all the day before. It was, like, hilarious. But I literally arrived in and um, from America, I had done Winning Streak and I had my hair cut short, like, literally went from the, you remember the bowl cut I used to have into the short. So I was on having a nice little chat with my friend and she came across and said to me, um, you know, do you know you look very like Neve Cavanagh? And I said, I was just about to say that that's because I am. And she said, I hope you're not offended. So you know when that's starting, that's it. That's not going to end well. No. I know, but I, it did make me laugh a lot. Like it made me, <laughs> Maiden and I laughed. I don't take offence to these things because quite frankly, that you have your opinion over there. That's uh, what my favourite part of that story is that you were like, I need to know more. Uh, Instead of just being dismissive, you're I like, didn't say a thing. I just I let her go on. And I said, oh, I said, you know her? And she says, she says oh, yeah, she's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Loved you know, it. One, the Eurovision. That's the Who last does she thing you want to do. Who does she think she is? And then I saw her on the TV. The best part was she had seen me on Winning Streak before she came out. So she saw my new haircut, knew I was in America because I had said, and then I took out my cigarettes at the time because I'm, did smoke briefly and uh, had had Marlboro Lights, which used to be white tipped. And so she asked me for a cigarette, which I really wanted to give her. And uh, <laughs> I said, OK, so I offered her one. And she said, oh, you're just back from America. I said, yeah, I'm just, you know, just back from recording my album. And she was <laughs> like, 
she didn't even miss a beat like I have to say I really admired her like she didn't miss one beat and just went so how's the album going <laughs> okay I think we're finished with our conversation <laughs> we'd love to we'd love a follow up if you're out there and that's you yeah, I listen can't. we'd love to have you in as a guest <laughs> I never got her name. Not a one. Never one. Imagine, Neve. You didn't even touch. No. No, we didn't. Funny enough. Uh, you know, if I was doing what I like to you, no, I wouldn't be able to bring her. <laughs> I often wonder. Very important that, moment in my I history. I wonder when they do those things, you know, where, you know, randomers, where they find If you them. haven't seen somebody in your family for 10 years or more, yeah. there's good reason. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, do you remember that thing Silla Black used to do where she oh, was yeah. really Surprise, nice. surprise. Surprise. <laughs> Yeah, and they could be like randomers coming in. Surely you'd just be like, "You haven't spoken for twenty years for good reason." Because <laughs> and you have to be polite because you're on TV. What was always fun though was as soon as she reunited them, she would go over and sing the song. Surprise, surprise! Yeah, <laughs> and there was a reason for that. I know because I would imagine a lot of the times, like, well, <laughs> who are you? Are you going to give me that two hundred euro or? <laughs> Is it always about money for you, girl? Totally. <laughs> the calibre of the listeners Listen that Agony Rants have. I know, Jan Arden. Jan I, Arden, I'm the like singer. beside myself with excitement here. Because, you know, I've recorded some of her songs. I absolutely yeah. love her, right? You know, so, and really, I plugged Hilary Swank's toilet. I love Jan Arden. You don't need any more in that conversation. Yeah. I asked her and she said, I, I asked like, what, what happened? And she said, well, there wasn't a toilet brush. <laughs> Classic jam. Well, the, Classic jam. It's totally Hillary's fault then. A couple of years ago <laughs> when we did the um, the live show for the podcast festival and we, we did that, during we did the duet of, of a Jan Arden song. Okay. Jan Arden loves that. Oh, okay. Because um, I sent her and she said, um, that made me cry. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> for a good reason. Please. I bet it did, Jan. I bet it did. <laughs> please say it was for a good reason. Oh my goodness. It, wow. Mm. All right. So next is Emily. Uh, Emily says, met Brad and Angelina before and he is a class A twat. Oh. She was really lovely. Now, obviously, I had to ask for more information. Uh, naturally. Uh, and she said, I was invited to a charity event for Great Ormond Street at Kensington Palace where a few of us met with them. Honestly, Brad, what a tool. See, the calibre of listeners that I we see. have on this. Just the, like, the just part of your day is, oh, it's an invitation to Kensington Palace. Emily, like, this is pretty amazing. Emily, you're welcome. You're you know, welcome to the show. Emily, I have a little story about meeting somebody famous at a, you know, a kind of fundraiser, right? Uh, it's pre-Eurovision. So it was the commitments. And we were doing this uh, show in New York and um, Liam Neeson was presenting. From now, Taken. tell me you know who Liam Neeson of is. Of course right? I do. It really upset me, right? Taken. But it was taken young, one, it was, taken two, taken you know, three. Brilliant. And Liam arrived on stage to introduce us in, uh, but we were obviously backstage waiting to go on beforehand. And uh, he turned up look like he looked a bit like a homeless man. He didn't actually dress up for the thing. So I I, I just will build that. He's still gorgeous. But, you know, he was very casual about very the whole gosh. thing. And what happened was I had bought a wig for the occasion. I had a, um, a wig. Yeah. Well, do you know, what happened was I was trying out new style and I had this red wig, which made me look like Fanula Fanukin, I think, or something. I had like a, a fringe and it was a long bob, like to here. And it was lovely, roaring red, like, like the colour, you know, but really lovely coppery red. And like, I looked like the proper Irish Colleen. And he kept saying to me, oh, your hair is so beautiful. And I felt I could have possibly scored there, but I couldn't <sighs> have dealt with the disappointment when the fucking hair came off. But uh, yeah, 
but I, he was like he was like oh my god I love your hair and you know I was like mm, okay don't touch it <laughs> <laughs> I was like I, I was just trying it out just to see because you know you, you buy a wig you're going to wear it like yeah. and I was going to I wore it on the same and I mean I was wearing a body stocking as well that probably might have had something to do with it but you know there we go you yeah, know but I, it was definitely the hair it was definitely the hair he loved the red hair and he was like I can't get over your hair your hair is beautiful I, I just want to touch it I just want to I was like yeah okay don't touch it <laughs> so, don't touch it and don't put a naked flame near it either no <laughs> oh no it was real hair oh, was it, oh, right. I bought a proper wig back in the day yeah. fancy no joke shop for Neve. no <laughs> I do have joke shop one since but not that one <laughs> um, uh, so Emily uh, but I'm interested in the fact that Brad was a twat like that you know do you know what though he does look like he'd be a bit of a dick like Angelina seems like she's good cracking game for anything like yeah. Angelina was on the six o'clock show in Ireland yeah well but the only thing I will say right, is we everyone. don't know where, what stage were they at in their relationship? Oh, you don't know as what. In like the bit, she, of, like yeah. bit of difficulty. Maybe she, maybe he was. Maybe she was. She was getting at him. You don't know. You don't know. Okay. I, I'm not fighting for Brad here. Do you understand me? Because like, you know, I don't know him. <laughs> go on, go on. Try, I don't try know and him. walk that but, back. You know, you, you're you defending get, him. No, you get a moment with. Sometimes you get a moment with people, and sometimes you know you can appear offhand or not very nice, and. I would say Brad gets quite a bit of attention from women. <laughs> I would say that becomes a small bit, a small bit old after time. But you're right; it doesn't take much to be polite, really, in, in yeah. circumstances. You know, but come on, Brad, Emily, especially you know. Emily, especially someone that gets like invited to a palace on the reg. Hundred percent. You know what a girl. Uh, okay, so I I hope Emily that you never meet him again. <laughs> Or maybe maybe it's a real lose lose situation we, for you, Emily. Here, isn't it? Maybe we'll have an intervention and you know reintroduce each other so that you can clear that up. Yeah, Brad, if you're a listener to Aggie Rants, <laughs> what's your problem? <laughs> Emily seems lovely. Come on down. Okay, so the next one is from Anya, and she says, "Don't know if this counts as a celeb encounter, but back in the '90s, on a family holiday in Disneyland, Michael Jackson walked past us with his entourage while we were queuing for Peter Pan." She actually says for the Peter Pan. Is it like, you know, Michael Jackson and Peter Pan seems like, you know, a thing. <laughs> Do you know my favourite Michael Jackson? Well, it's not really Michael Jackson's mm-hmm. story, right? But one, a, a friend of my partner, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, their family had a shop. I think it was in Westport, maybe. I'm oh. almost certain it was in Westport. Okay. And uh, Cher had a house in Westport. Cher? Cher. Like, as in, is it, <laughs> <laughs> is that your Don't you is it, Yeah. Is that your share? Yeah. <laughs> All gays can do a share impression. It's, it's what we get instead of, you know, <laughs> universal acceptance of our love. <laughs> <laughs> if I could turn back Exactly. Cher came into the shop. Oh. Right. And they were all ecstatic. Oh, well, right? shocker. And Cher bought stuff and she left. And then they all ran upstairs and went, oh my God, you'll never guess it was in the shop. Michael Jackson. <laughs> no. No. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> I wanted to share now. She probably doesn't need to. <laughs> yeah, she probably she does. She does now. Not good. <laughs> she does Not now. Good. Yeah, of course. But- she, we've lost Cher as a listener. Okay, next one. Uh, this is from, this is anonymous, actually. Oh, okay. Uh, and it's a long one. She says, 
Uh, oh my God, I started working in an international school in Paris, a school where all the stars, footballers, etc., send their kids. A parent came into the library one day and asked if I'd give her daughter some English grinds. I asked the usual questions. Is she struggling? Has her class teacher suggested grinds? To which she said, no, I just want her to have them. And I said, no, it would be fair. It, w- it would be far better if she played Lego with her or baked a cake rather than put extra pressure on her. Okay. What a smackdown. Mm. Uh, the thing was, I had absolutely no idea who Salma Hayek was. We continued chatting. Uh, me telling her about all my kids, life in Ireland, moving to Paris. <laughs> As she was leaving, I'd say she bored the arse. I was going to say Samma. <laughs> Samma just wanted a few grinds for our kids. <laughs> she was like, why did I tell you about Ireland? Samma's <laughs> probably like, must you. Um, As she was leaving, she turned and said, so you really won't do this for me? And I said, no, I wouldn't give my own kids grinds if I felt they didn't need them. Never mind anyone else. Okay. We said our goodbyes and off she went. And with that, the vice principal came in and asked, what did Selma Hayek want? And I said, who? <laughs> I absolutely love this person. She said, Selma Hayek. And I said, ah, she wants me to give her daughter grinds. The, the vice principal said, what did you say? So I told the vice principal about the Lego and the cake, etc. <laughs> to which she said, holy fuck, you just told Selma Hayek no. Of course, I didn't have a clue who she was until it went around the staff that the new girl just told Selma Hayek no. Anyway, to cut a long story short, I mean, you're not. Yeah, it's but, already too long. But it's brilliant. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's absolutely my favourite one. I lost out of literally naming my price for private grinds. Damn that. And my poor husband has never forgiven me <laughs> as he reckons he would have had to accompany to their home in his dreams. Yeah, that wouldn't be happening. However, she clearly didn't take offence as we got to, we were invited to a private screening of her movie, The Prophet, in a cinema on the Champs-Élysées. Oh, nice. Wow. She was a lovely lady to chat with. And although the vice principal said not many people would say no to Salma Hayek, but honestly, I'm glad I did. Oh, one thing I did notice was that she had the sexiest bum on her. But then I'm guessing her trousers probably cost a few grand. I don't know why I'm trying to get fit. I'm just going to buy decent trousers. Just, I'd say Salma has a, like a series of pulleys and ropes just oh, holding everything. Somebody in place. definitely does something for Salma. That's for sure. We would like to remind you that Agony Rants is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. If you would like to support the show, you can become a member of Headstuff Plus for as little as €5 a month. Members of Headstuff Plus get exclusive bonus content that is not available anywhere else. For example, if you like Agony Rants, you will get access to videos of us recording the episodes. And there are also some bonus episodes that won't be available on the free feed. To sign up, go to headstuffpodcast.com forward slash register. But... The great thing is, you don't just get bonus content from us, you also get bonus content from all of the shows on the Headstuff Podcast Network, including the show that we are promoting this week, basically with Stephanie Preisner. From understanding roles in government with guests such as Taoiseach Michal Martin to breaking down the complexities of the pandemic with Professor Luke O'Neill, from personal finance, personal and mental health, and everything from death to taxes, Stephanie is here to break everything down to its basics. Hello, my name is Stephanie Preisner and I'm here to tell you about my show, Basically. It's all in the name, really. The show makes things basic for people. We've done episodes about world religions. We've done episodes about COVID. We've done episodes, a lot of episodes about mental health and different aspects of mental health to make things accessible to people. One of the great things about the podcast is that you can 
contact me and let me know what topics you would like. So have a listen, see if anything tickles your fancy. And if there's something there that you think is missing, please get in touch with the show. We'll cover the topic and then you can listen to it. We're part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, so you can find us on headstuffpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Okay, so... um, Um, So we got a problem. Oh, yes. We have a problem. This is a very interesting one. Okay. Very close to home. Right, come on then. Okay, it says, Hi Neve and Gerald. Okay. Honestly, you have no idea how much how much I look forward to Mondays now. I am loving Agony Rants. It always puts a smile on my face. Thank you very much. Oh, thank you. I am having a problem in work. Oh. Well, consider it solved. Yeah. A new girl <laughs> has started and she is a bit younger than me and all was going well, but she has started to take credit for my ideas. <gasps> Not just one or two, but almost everything that we work on together. It's really bizarre and blatant. But what is weirder, other people have started to know that it's happening and they think it's funny. I work in media and our work is idea driven and she thinks nothing of having a casual chat about something and then pitching it to our superior as her own. I can handle myself with her, but I'm just so surprised that my colleagues aren't taking this more seriously. This girl considers herself to be going places. She has branded herself very well, but she isn't very good at the job. But that doesn't seem to matter. She takes my ideas, she polishes them up and takes all the credit. You'd have to see it to believe it. Last week, I was chatting to another co-worker about about an idea and she came up beside me and we all went to a meeting and she immediately pitched what she had just overheard. Enough is enough. I want to put an end to it. What do you think I should do? Thanks. Wow. Maybe we shouldn't. We'll just beep out. I've said it twice. (laughs) I'm going to tell you now. It's... Very difficult. This is very yeah. difficult. Very fraught because of ideas are ideas. And, you know, I don't know about you, but sometimes you're having conversations with people and say, I totally thought about that. And then they go, oh, no, this is my idea. Yeah, no, I, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But actually, this is difficult. My question here is, do her superiors know what she's doing? If our mates know, you know, if other people in the office know and think it's funny, you yeah. know, then so, then they're aware. Are they laughing because maybe, you know, they're, they're, they're thinking that that's not a real thing? Or are they laughing because... Well, they don't think it's serious. When anyone does something that's really blatant, yeah, people so, are so shocked they're actually amused by it. Yeah, they can be, and and you know the worst part is if they lift something, especially in comedy, and then they don't deliver it right. That's oh my oh, god, that's, yeah, that's the worst. That's a scary spice. Or or they actually make a bad version of a really good idea. It's just that yeah, that grates it's on a you. bit disappointing because yeah, it's, yeah. it's like throwing it away, really, isn't it? But 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 I mean, I don't know why you're not calling her out on the spot. Yeah, because that's what I'd be doing. I'd be saying. Why are you pitching that? Because that's actually my idea. I've just had that conversation with such and such. I would blatantly call her out. You're right, because I think that it, what she's afraid of, I'd say, is that she thinks it would look petty if she called her out. Yeah. But you're in an, like you said it yourself, you're in an ideas driven. But you're actually area. giving her permission. Yeah, absolutely. As soon as you let her do it once, Neve, you're so wise. I know. So it's, wise. I know. I just call her on it. As I, soon as, I, as, you, as, soon as you let her do it once, that's you've given her permission. Surely, to it surely you can do it in a way that's like, oh, yeah, you're hilarious pitching my idea. I just literally told them that. You know, you can do it in a way that's funny. And if you really blatantly, if she's blatantly doing it, then you can blatantly call her out on it. You yeah. know, especially if you've just talked about it with someone else or something. Now, you know? the other thing is, you you make an interesting point there. You say she's branded herself very well and you also mentioned that she's younger than you are. Maybe there could be, there's a bit of a teacher's pet. Maybe she's oh yeah, the maybe teacher. She's, she's the favourite. She's the favourite. She's the new girl and everyone mm. likes her. Um, 
But hard luck. It's yeah. it, it, like it's a it's a professional situation and see you I can't think let this keep going on. I think if you let those things go on, you are telling them it's okay. Yeah. And so I that, that's true of all things in life world. But you know, you sometimes if you have some, some I let things go sometimes, you know, because quite frankly, can you be bothered? You know. Yeah. But you know, I'm not saying you need to confront everything, but if there's something that is actually coming up to you too often, then you need to deal with it. So just be blatant. If she's blatant taking your ideas, I would be completely blatant back to her yeah. and go, I just that's actually my idea. And also saying this to your superiors, yeah. I think it's not that you're coming across as weak. You're no. just coming across as, hold on a second here. Yeah. You know, because I think the world you, like, I, I, I get, I think this is kind of a media or maybe it's advertisement. Yeah, maybe so. Yeah. But it's somewhere where your worth, I guess, to that company is, is how right. goes your ideas. Yeah, are. yeah. And if she is just ripping them out from under you, that's on. I mean, I know we've been very pragmatic yeah. about this. I mean, I don't think you should underestimate, you know, maybe you could set fire to her office bin. <laughs> you know, I mean. I know, or, or give her a bad idea. Means. Passive aggression. These are my, I, when, when you get manipulative. <laughs> this, is, this is my favourite thing. Surely. Go on, give her a bad idea. Just, or, you know, oh, wouldn't this be great and stuff? I know they'd love this. And just sit back and smile. Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying that's what I would do, but you know, you know, I, I, I just think, yeah, maybe. Give her a bad idea it, and let her, let's see how it flies. They, I mean, that, that would be the order I would do it in. Uh, you'd start with call her out. Next one is give her a bad idea. And next one is set fire to the bin. I think that feels right. Yeah. <laughs> Proper escalation. Yeah. Pro- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like, it's like, you know, you know, the written warning kind of situation. The interesting thing is that she says there is, um, I was chatting to another co-worker about the idea mm. uh, and she came up beside me and then she went in and pitched it. Like, I'm curious to know what the other co-worker must have thought because he obviously yeah. saw that happen. And it could, it could, you see, it could be a thing. She's the new girl. And it could be as well if you're working with lads as well and she's the new girl and she's well-branded, which means younger. Prettier, prettier. Yeah, maybe that sort of crap going on. Um, I don't know. I don't know. But I just think, I just think it's, if it's frustrating you, if you really can blatantly prove it or I know I get sometimes hard to prove things, especially if you've been working with someone on something, it's kind of difficult. Yeah. But um, I think, you know, or if you if you can't do the call out straight away, because it's like teaching a dog not to do it. You just have to d- deal with the behavior as it's happening. But if you can't do that, then you need to have words with her. Yeah. I, I can't believe you haven't had words with her yet. If you're talking, yeah, to, I mean, the first if you're talking time, to everybody else. that That's what makes me think that there is maybe this girl is connected to somebody. Yeah, maybe Maybe so. she, there could be a bit of nepotism going on or there could be just a thing, you yeah. know. I mean, you say you can handle her. I'm sure you can. I've no doubt about it. And if you're doing well in this business, then you can certainly handle yourself. So yeah. you, you need to kind of take the emotion out of it. It's hard not to knee-jerk reaction. Take the emotion out and deal with it for there what it is. It's just bad behaviour. I admire more than a knee-jerk reaction. Yeah. Oh. I, I like, I... <laughs> You know, sometimes I mean, they the work. Next time she does it, walk out, get the fire extinguisher, and spray her in front of her. <laughs> let people do not, know. Do not, let oh people God. know how you feel. <laughs> Very important. Don't let her weigh around any of this. Enough <laughs> is enough. This Wait. ends today. What I did was right. Okay. Because um, I do sometimes worry that we're giving horrendous advice. Okay. Because <laughs> we're a bit. But rubbish. even though I stamp, I stamp we're not everything qualified. we said. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely everything. What I did was I reached out to one of my friends, like wonderful human being, also called Neve. Also a redhead. Love it. I have a type. <laughs> um, 
And you're um, women anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so who works in this area and is like senior. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm really interested so, in this. So as to what she would do. So I said, um, I sent her the... The, 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 the full problem and she said oh it's a regular occurrence if other people have witnessed it then her boss definitely knows okay which is kind of curious because it's like okay well then why isn't the boss stepping in but anyway mm-hmm. we go on mm-hmm. she says what she should do is start writing her pitches and emailing them to other members of the team before verbalizing them yeah good idea smart see Neve's on the ball. Clever. That way, it's in writing. She should say some of her... She, <laughs> and also, this is why I like Neve. Another Neve, not afraid to get manipulative. Okay. She should say some of her worst ideas and try and let your one pitch them. See? Neve. We're oh on my the same, God. Oh on my the goodness. same page. Oh my goodness. And while... But this is the topper. She said, let her pitch them while then she goes in with an absolute gem. Class. So, there you go. Come up with a brilliant idea and then give the other one a crap one. Pitch them on the same day. Sorted. See, look at that. The Neves. I know. The Neves are working. Well, do you know what? Neves to be honest, together. I think call her on it at the beginning works well. You do it in a lighthearted manner or whatever. Nip it in the bud because it's really important to do that, right? Because then you yeah. show who you are to your bosses. If you don't feel you can do that, that definitely is a subversive way. Is definitely. I, I would definitely highly recommend that you wait till the very last straw before you set fire to anything or use a fire extinguisher willy-nilly. I'm just, I know it's gross knee-jerk, but I'm just saying. I'm just going to say, this is why Neve always comes across as kind. <laughs> I'm not really, though. <laughs> she's, barely, she's barely set any fires in her life. <laughs> and honest to God, it's my one criticism. <laughs> just the one. <laughs> so, I think we've helped today. Fantastic advice. Listen, I'm just, I'm just so happy that what we were able to impart. <laughs> I know. I'm also great. I, like, I feel like I've, I've been given proper advice for a while. Oh, really? Do you know what I mean? I've just felt I've gone a bit tame. Do you know what I mean? I'm glad we're back to giving, giving decent stuff. Proper, low, low <laughs> level, low level office violence. <laughs> There's <laughs> so much to be said. It's for. not the same if you're not putting a wheelie bin through something. Uh, if you've enjoyed our show, what yes. we would love is if you could rate and review us on iTunes because that will help other people find us. Oh, yes. Um, also, what you can do is you can tell somebody that doesn't know about our show that you think might like it. Oh, that yeah. would be a fantastic thing to do. And why not tag us in it? Because do you know what? We have egos. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we love to hear your enjoyment. We really do. Um, his, his is bigger than mine. Absolutely not. Um, Thank you so much for listening, and we'll chat to you next week. Chat to you soon. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com. Being a parent can be really challenging. It's normal to feel uncertain about whether you're doing the right things to raise healthy and happy children. That's why Child and Family Resource Network focuses on connecting pregnant parents and those with kids under the age of five with free support services to help them build confidence in their parenting journey. Everyone deserves to have someone they can turn to for support with parenting. Visit Child and Family Network.org today. 
Message. What up, what up? It's Heather's cousin. You dated her in college, or maybe you were just in the same class. Anyway, I heard you bought a boat, my man. Let's hit the water. Oh, and Heather told me you always liked, uh, snacks and stuff, so I could totally bring some chips. When you get a boat, you also get new friends. Make sure Progressive's one of them, and get coverage today for as little as $100 a year. Hey, also, I'm a little short on cash, so can you cover the chips? Thanks. I can see why Heather liked you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates annual premium for basic liability policy not available in all states.